Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. I've actually got a great loot system for the next campaign I run. I'm stealing the Gamma World loot system, mm-hmm. and I'm printing off... I've been working slowly in Magic Set Editor, making nine-card sheets uh, for each level mm-hmm. so that I can shuffle together five levels worth of magic items and then just be like, all right, it's the end of the encounter, everyone. Perception test! Oh, you passed? Take stuff! That, that is yeah. like... That, and that yeah. way... They two, won't just have their items as part of their build, which I hate. Two complaints people leveled against Gamma World, which originally I thought were legitimate, and I have since <coughs> recanted, are that, the the cards. Because everyone was like, oh man, that's bullshit, they're trying to turn an RPG into a CCG, whatever. Like, you don't actually have to buy more. Like, you, you, you come, the game comes with enough, and you can buy more if you, you want. Just make your own up. Sure, yeah. but but it is. So they forget how to think. It is a magic set editor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, th- that's exactly beautiful it. looking. But even <laughs> even just using the built-in is good enough for like three or four campaigns. Do index cards. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is the ammo system <clears throat> it has, which is all right. If you if you shoot your gun once or less, you are conserving ammo and you don't run out at the end of the encounter. If you shoot your gun two or more times. Then you are spending ammo wildly, and at the end of the encounter, you run out of ammo. When you find ammo at the at the end of an encounter or wherever, um, it can be any type of ammo. Just like in D Fourth Edition D and D, armor will fit whoever. Um, you find some ammo. If me and Duncan are both out of ammo, we can argue over who's going to get the ammo, and then it's the ammo for my gun because I gave. Duncan the grenade that I found earlier that he really wanted, or whatever. Um, and so it just like you don't have to track every bow. Yeah, it's quali- it's, it's qualitative rather than quantitative. Yeah, it's 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 actually taking principles from newer indie type RPGs where it's it's what what is narratively interesting. Not oh man, I rolled up uh, shotgun shells, but no one has a shotgun, as opposed to well, there's only some ammo, and you guys are both out. Mm-hmm. Did you been Shooting like crazy. Yep. You have so many Sam over there. <laughs> With my magic item deck that I've been working on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the in the book it says like weapon dash club or weapon dash light blade heavy blade. I'm just putting that on the card, and mm-hmm. so like you find it, and it's magic. So it could be whatever. <laughs> like you meditate with it for a while, and it's a light blade. That's no more unreasonable than your armor fitting a Actually, dwarf and an elf. I, I kind of like the idea of like the the weapon <coughs> like suiting itself to the person who picks it up the second yeah. they touch it. Yeah. And then if like someone else wants it, it's too bad. <laughs> the the mage already picked it up, it's a staff. Yeah. It's no one ring of power. It's what? Yeah. There's no one so, ring so of power. All weapons are bind on pickup is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well no, anyone could use it, it just it becomes the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you just kill the mage, and then it'll like revert to its amorphous form, and then you can pick it up. 
Yeah. Well, that actually <laughs> makes perfect sense within that system. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you see, Duncan, the, 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 what you said about like the, oh, which I agree, I think this is this Coffee's is what, this is a, oh, absolutely yeah. great. Cups are system. top left. But I think the whole people tailoring their gear to their build comes from the way Fourth Edition slots in abilities. I want a guy that does oh, yeah. hex. It also comes from I, they're failing to like make loot tables that seemed like a good idea and stuff. I mean, because the way they present it, it's like, here's your loot packages. Ask your players what type of magic items they want. And nobody likes starting at level 1, so let's start at level 11 and have a bunch of magic items. And stuff like that. Whereas, this way I can throw magic items at people and say, like it! Uh, OG&D... If you've got a dagger of poison and you're a paladin, have fun with that. Two-headed axe plus two, you know... You were happy. And maybe yeah, it wasn't exactly. the sword you wanted. But, oh, but he also didn't have weird, like, oh, you're only proficient in, like, this one thing. Oh, yeah. And well, it's just, it was a weapon. Unless, of course, you're, like, a cleric, in which case you couldn't use blade weapons. Yeah, that was the only restriction. <laughs> Pretty much. That's one of my favorite ancient rules. It is. Really? It was so flavorful, and they got rid of it. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, when like, I When like, I heard Yanni like, say that, I thought, Really? They were that backwards. <laughs> well, no, you can still use a mace. That was actually a thing. That was uh, <laughs> or, or a flail, or but that was uh, actually what? a thing uh, during. I, it wasn't the Renaissance. It was briefly during the Crusades <laughs> that they said the priests during could the wield. Crusades. Yeah, priests nice. priests could briefly uh, use weapons, and they could use like to defend themselves mm-hmm. instead of they're supposed to surrender. And they were only supposed to use bludgeoning weapons, but it was repealed because it turns out bludgeoning weapons also shed blood. It's true. It, they got the word blood right in there. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. No, it's which, but the 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 the, the Odin cleric was modeled after the Knight Templar from the from the Crusades, so it makes a lot of sense that they would have the similar. Yeah. It comes out of that that wargaming tradition. Just one. Yeah. I thought it was flavorful. The only time you could use a bladed weapon was that was added in sort of in the middle was if you were a god who's if you worshipped this god who was specifically a god of war whose favorite what favorite weapon was like a sword. Or okay, a that seems reasonable. Was, and then you couldn't use bludgeoning weapons. <laughs> yeah. And I seem to remember there was actually one god that that weapon was a mace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 like <laughs> a spiked maul. Um, That's two things. That's two kinds of damage. <laughs> yeah. But but that was the only weapon that those clerics could use. That's, that's I don't okay. remember what kind of. This is pretty good, I hear. Yeah. Pretty fancy stuff. What was interesting is that the prohibition on, at least for ADD, the prohibition on clerics using, not using piercing or, or slashing weapons was system wide. So in very disparate worlds, Forgotten Realms, Dragonlance, it was, it was always the same. Mm hmm. You could not. You could not at all be. You could not ever be a cleric. That, well, the gods are universal, so therefore, so should uh, the gods. Right, are not so much really universal. universal. Yeah. No, there were some gods that were across multiple pantheons, but Dragonlance was very well insulated from that. I don't remember if there were any gods at all in Dragonlance that. that I mean, Takesis and Tiamat are essentially the same thing, but but they're they're, they're distinct gods <coughs> or goddesses or whatever. Certainly, in fourth edition, every. Setting has a completely like distinct and separate pantheon. Yeah. Yeah, except Dark Sun, which has no pantheon. It makes me slightly sad. What? Why? Oh, it'd just be. I never bothered. It'd be a fun them. consistency thing. I, I wouldn't use their pantheons for the. I mean, the Eberron pantheon is kind of terrible. 
I looked at it and I was like, man, it's a good thing they didn't just use the gods that everybody knew the names of, and instead made up a bunch of things that had like no taste, no <laughs> delicious taste. I think what you should do. See, one of the things that these the sort of the sort of hodgepodge pantheons of D and D miss out on is the sort of the the spirit of the mythology, like. A, a world with a Norse pantheon is going to be a very, very different world than a world with a Hindu pantheon or a world with a Roman or Greek pantheon. Like, the whole cosmology is completely different. The whole attitude is completely different. You know, what the gods want from humans is completely different. Their level of interaction with you is going to be different. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to local minor deities. I was just thinking... I like local deities. D&D gods are kind of a thing unto themselves. Yeah. I mean, they they're like Norse gods or Greek gods, there are D&D gods. Yeah. D&D yeah, gods yeah. are a oh. thing. Not really based right on real yeah. stuff. Okay. There's no reason you couldn't, you couldn't run a, a campaign with, you know, in, with a particular set of historical gods. Oh, yeah. 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 Certainly. It would be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun, well, okay. D isn't all that much fun, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I've had a lot of fun with D. I know, I know. I'm looking forward to having some more fun someday. I enjoy the One Piece campaign, but I, I don't know whether I feel like, uh, like doing another D and D campaign. One Piece. That's, that's, that's the thing. Is that what High Coast campaign is reminding me is that playing D and D with a bunch of smart, funny people. Is fun because it's playing a game with a bunch of it's playing, playing a creative game with a bunch of smart funny people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The game itself is not all that great. I'm really enjoying One Piece because it doesn't feel anything like D and D. Well, it's a lot of story. Yeah, it's a lot more story. Yeah, the story is an excuse to get us to the fights. And there's never a fight. There, there, there very rarely is a fight that's just a trash fight to fight rats in a sewer. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Have narrative. Wait. I'm glad we've introduced the uh, and you lose healing surges on the way to X mm-hmm. as a mechanic, rather than actually having to fight out the same fight 20 fucking times. Oh. I've actually been pondering that mechanic. It's, I really like it, it's, because if you're playing, if you're fighting the same guys over and over and over again, the players are not going to want to do it. That's true. Then it's Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah, the, the second time you fight them, it's okay, nice it because you know what to expect and you can explore. Yeah, that's it. the balance. The third right time, it's mm-hmm. oh, we've seen this before, yeah. and then the fourth time it starts to get boring. Yeah, I always liked to have like the players fight some bad guys, and then the players fight some similar bad guys with a twist, and then bring some bad guys back for the boss fight. Exactly. Yeah. So that they knew what the little guys did, but didn't know what the big guy did. Exactly. That's, that, that's, that's where the counter is done right there. Mm-hmm. Because but the you did things right. should be able to... <laughs> a, when a player sees and recognizes a monster they fought before and knows what they do and how to beat it, that's a, that, that in itself is a payout, I think, for a lot of players. It's the, it's the ooh, ooh, I know how to get these guys payout. And then you go do mm-hmm. it. But yeah, there's no reason that you should fight kobolds, and then fight more kobolds, and then fight more kobolds, and then fight more kobolds, <laughs> and then fight more kobolds. What, what about Conrad's grind campaign? What? <laughs> Conrad had a grind campaign. Wait, what, it didn't. Seriously? It didn't. Yes. Well, like he kept right, tempting we, the party with it. Apparently, he he wanted to know why we didn't keep going back to this one dungeon to like harvest more moth dust that 
the alchemists in the city would buy. Wait, really? Yeah, he was like, so, I put this here, you could just have infinite money. And we were like, no. We we went back a second time and got some more moth dust to get some more money. And then he was like, you want to go back again? And we're I like, to play moths uh-uh. over and over again. I'd play Final Fantasy. We weren't even really fighting moths. We were just going to the dungeon. Yeah. We should have just tournament shortcutted to have Did he seriously money. not know why? <laughs> or was he trolling He was guys? kind of trolling us. His Tyler's brain doesn't work the same way. He also likes to participate in the economies of things. That's why he loves Eve. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, you see. Conrad's an Eve player. That's all he really needs to know. <laughs> he wasn't back then. Really? But, but Actually, wait, yeah, he was. He yeah, is. Yeah, he was. But you, you don't, you don't change Eve. for me yeah. the kind of person that, ignore, that enjoys playing Eve as opposed to just reading about it. That was the thing we were going to do. I kept telling him that you need to run a World of Warcraft campaign where we oh. just run Ragefire Chasm over and over and over again until we're like level 5 and then we go on to the next we dungeon. We should just run a like, uh, fight our super way dungeon the explore dungeon. campaign. <laughs> You know, I might play in that. Uh, I wonder if, we if Super Dungeon Explorer had better rules. To play a progress quest did you campaign. Did you see I got an expansion? Have, did, did it have better rules? No, it doesn't have any rules. Okay. It just has more monsters. Ah. It's got like this really awesome flame elemental and like a bunch of fire Ooh. things. We should play again sometime. Uh, I like progress quest is a is a. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> or great, I can't tell you. Where you open? Is it web? Is it running the web? It's web yeah, it's yeah. web based. Run the web based. Uh, you press play. And then you fight a bunch of monsters and hit stats. And your stats go up. And you find per- things. Periodically, you go back to town and sell your loot, buy better equipment, and then you go back out to fight yeah, monsters. Yeah. Now, Automatically. The, no, there's no interaction for the player. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You just get like this rolling list of you're like, you went out, you killed some monsters, you killed a rat, you killed a rat, you killed a rat. Your bag is full. You go back to town. You sell your loot for 27 gold pieces. You buy a plus one sword. You go out. You kill a bigger rat. You kill another bigger rat. You kill a small rat. You kill a big rat. I'm sure you're waving a sword at a rat. so <laughs> I don't think I've ever been this happened It's on Congregate. Have you played Grind Quest on Congregate? Oh. It's like the same thing, except you actually have to sit there clicking. Oh. Which is sort of like Eve. Because Eve no, no, I, I know exactly. If you get good at Eve, though, you can Eve. almost make Eve into progress quest. No, I know. It's so Conrad did. that, though, because, like, Eve... You've made WoW in progress I mean, I know people who spend their lives, like, getting to know other Eve players in real life so they can, like, undercut them in the future like by befriending them in real life. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, bringing, like, them food and then, like, looking <laughs> in their houses for, like, hints, like, in their actual house for... Hints as to what they're gonna do next, hoping they'll have like some sort of they journal or something. Steal their identity, run up all yeah. their credit cards, they can't pay their Corporate espion- espionage, <laughs> like. I both love and hate that. Eve is like full of, of creative psychopaths. It is! Which yeah. is why I love reading about Eve. I would never play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Conrad's stories about Eve uh, could never beat reading about it because his delivery is so good. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't, mind, I don't mind hearing about Eve. I just would never actually oh. play, play. I, oh, yeah. I can't do that. No, no. Because I think you have to be a really bad person to play. <laughs> I, I, I did have some fun, but it's it's one of those things. It was just like after a while, it got to be too much of a grind. Yeah. I think the best story I have from Eve mm-hmm. is 
I was flying around in my expensive-ass mining ship pretty early on, and uh, this pirate came and was like, I'm going to blow you up unless you give me a lot of money. <laughs> and I had kind of been chatting with this other pirate uh, who was also in system but hadn't located me. And I was like, hey, man, how much would it cost for you to come and blow up this pirate who's harassing me? <laughs> and he was like, whatever, I'll do it for free. And came over and blew the guy up. <laughs> and then you made it all of your money. No, that, no. That no, no, but like, we, we, we like, oh, stayed on awesome. chat for, like, uh, pretty much my whole career. And like, oh, that's awesome. I, you know, I never really interacted with him again beyond that, but... I've looked at a couple of nice. betas for online games, and, and you, especially in small games, you do find some really cool people. You know, but just I mean, but I'm I'm an only beta for the social interaction. Oh yeah, I really should be playing Farmville or something, but I, I can't bring myself to. The best game I ever played was, was this good. game where you had to be. Basically, the idea is that you were Somalian pirates, and so <laughs> no, 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 it's like it, it was like a huge. Thing. So you'd, you'd get like assigned to a group of people and your job was to pretend that you were Somalian pirates and you'd have to come up with strategies to get around the U.S. military. And it was run by the military. Oh, yeah. what? So it was like oh a big, my god, that is, uh, that's brilliant. That's yeah, the best really idea I've ever heard and, of. Like, you know, they used then the things that they <laughs> did. Because like, you know, if you want to figure out how like people will screw you over in real life like you know online gamers that's a great idea (laughs) (laughs) that that was fantastic that is too cool I wonder they might even still be doing that (laughs) that'd be so awesome Um, nice the the biggest problem with the online games is is even the ones that are casual are still sort of endless treadmills like one of the nice things about grindy single player games is at some point if I get sick of it, I can just stop and go put my boot in Sephiroth's ass. <laughs> you know, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. In there's, there's, no, I, there's no final boss in an MMO. I actually just <laughs> played one that looks, at first glance, like it's going to be a Skinner box. It's called Monster Saga. And, like, I scroll while I was waiting for the game to load, I scrolled down the comments to see just how much people were bitching about it. Because, you know, it had, like, four badges. I figured I'd try and... Because I'm... That's the the Skinner box with Skinner boxes in it. I was um, like, is a yeah, box. but it, but most of the time the games are fun. It's just sometimes they're not, um, <laughs> or sometimes they're Skinner boxes that, that are very. But this one, like the the first three comments were all like, no premium bullshit, no energy, none of this. Awesome five stars, and like they were all people being like, oh my god, this looks like a Skinner box, but not, but it isn't actually. It's a real legitimate game. This but is so how awesome. Are they monetizing it. They didn't. It's not. Oh, oh it's, it's just a game. Game has ads. ads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Con- well, yeah. Conrad has ads, but but you know the game itself doesn't have any internal monetization. Um, there is a merchant you can go to, and you can sell your food for gold or your gold for food at a eight hundred to one thousand ratio. So it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. You you only lose a little bit, like switching between the currencies. Uh, but there's no. You can't go online and buy more candy to level your monsters up or whatever. And you know. I tore through the game in about two hours, and I was kind of disappointed that that's what all there was to the game. Uh, if only they had had like more pointless quests. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the game could have actually been a little bit longer. Rewards, you know, um, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, the, no. they were a variable ratio reinforcement <laughs> schedule. That sounds pretty crazy. <laughs> That said, I am playing a skinner box right now called Dungeon Overlords, which is basically a straight rip of Dungeon Keeper. 
This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.